sometimes to experience drastic transformation, you have to do something that seems drastic and too many may look extreme. And that's kind of what I have embodied as of recently with my 75 days of Jesus challenge where I'm only watching, listening to, reading, and doing things in my day-to-day life that are of and relating to God, to my faith, or are Christian-based. And even to me, that feels a little bit extreme, but I have become very dedicated to focusing all of my intention on God and his purpose for my life. I am tired of trying to do things my way. I'm tired of overthinking, wondering what my purpose is, and kind of spinning my wheels as to what my next steps are. And I'm kind of just in a season where I'm surrendering it all, and I'm focusing my energy on bringing myself closer to him, really building my relationship, really answering those questions of doubts, of unbelief in my heart and mind, and and really just being two feet in. Let's dive in. How much would hearing God's voice change your life? Truly, like how many times per day do you ask the question, where am I heading? Where is my life heading? Like how many times have you thought, if only I knew what was coming next, or if only I could see how this plays out, if only I could get a glimpse of my future. Hearing God's voice may not help you predict the plans that he has written for you, but it will bring you peace during the process. It will bring you comfort in the waiting and tranquility in the chaos. The closer you get to him, the easier it is to surrender control over figuring everything out. If you guys are anything like me, you overthink things, you overprocess things. It's like a compulsion that it's just you think about every single scenario. But the closer you get to him, the easier it is to make decisions, the easier it is to decipher what signs and synchronicities are from him. I truly believe that God communicates to us individually and uniquely, and this will vary based on a few things, but based on your relationship with him and how strong your relationship is with God. Think about the way that you communicate with your sister or your best friend versus the way that you communicate with your cousin. It varies based on what we're paying attention to. I think that he'll show us signs and sync moments together that are unique to what we ask for and what we specifically look for. If you see angel numbers all over the place or if you see feathers all over the place or butterflies or roses, whatever it is that you're seeking and looking for and asking for a sign of in prayer is what he will uniquely communicate to us. At least that is my personal belief. But here are a few things that I have found super helpful in my faith in how to hear the voice of God, how to draw closer to him, how to build that relationship with him. Number one, pray, obviously. You don't have to know how to pray or what to say. All you have to do is focus your intention on connecting with him and start talking. Lately, my prayers have been a lot more open, like 
honestly, God already knows all of our dirty little secrets. So why pretend to come to him as we would a professor or the president? There's really no need to hide or feel shame. Like he already knows it all. So just spill, spill what you're struggling with, spill the thoughts you're ashamed of, spill the mistakes that you've made and simply seek him, seek his guidance, seek his forgiveness and seek his peace. Number two, this is a big one that I noticed a while back, but never really applied in the extreme way that I'm applying it now. Silence the noise. You want to hear the voice of God, but your life is so loud. Your life is so loud and it's not just audible noise, but it's our thoughts. We have 6,000 thoughts per day on average. And to be honest, like, am I okay? Because I'm pretty sure that I have like 60,000 thoughts per day. So let's just take the average. But so on top of your 6,000 thoughts, we have music or the radio playing in the car. Or we have background noise from our computer while we work. Or we're at the coffee shop where there's music. In the elevator, in the lobby, there's music. We're plugged into music at the gym while we study, while we chill, while we watch the sunset. Like there's constantly music on. Or we have TV or Netflix. Maybe we're plugged into a podcast or a YouTube tutorial in our free time. We're talking on the phone all throughout the day. And then we're reading and we're filling our minds with new information and processing this new information, which is great to be learning new things. But there's never a space where it's like silent to actually file those things away and process them. And then we have normal noises of things like traffic and nature and coffee shop chatter or restaurant chatter. And then to add to all of that, we're inundated with the noise of social media, which is all of that times 10. I heard God's voice last night tell me to silence all of the noise. Silence all of the noise and you will hear me speak. Specifically, I wrote it in my notes like this. He said, you listen to pastors and prophets, friends and influencers, but do you listen to God? You're consuming so much and not giving yourself room to process and listen. So this week I am removing all the noise. I'm driving in silence. I'm working out in silence. I'm putting my book down. I'm fasting from podcasts and TV. I've removed social media apps from my phone. And if anybody knows me, you know that that is insanity. That's crazy for me to remove social media apps from my phone. But I realized because that was one of the things that I questioned God on when he was like, you need to turn off social media, podcast, music, and books. And I was like, well, Lord, like I run my business for my social media. And that's always been like the biggest hesitation I've had with taking a social media break. But he was like, run it from the desktop. You can do all of that through Facebook. So I was obedient. And that very moment, I deleted all of the apps. Sometimes to experience drastic transformation, you have to do something drastic. Number two, meditate. 
you guys, this is biblical. This isn't just the new age way of spirituality. This is biblical. This is literally in the Bible. And it's not as hard as you might think. I do what I like to call meditative prayers, where I sit and I close my eyes and all I do is focus on connecting with God. But the problem that I faced for a while was I was just praying and doing all of the talking. And about a year and a half ago, I heard God speak to me and say, you know, you're not giving me room to speak. You're doing all of the talking. You're, you're constantly talking and thinking and trying to solve all of these problems. And you're acting like you're praying, but you're just talking yourself through things. I was sitting there with the best intentions and I was sharing with God what I wanted and what I needed and what people in my life wanted and needed. And in your name, amen. And then I'd go to sleep or I'd go on with my day. But there was no conversation and there was no feedback. So this meditative prayer that I do is a space that I provide myself and God where I focus on connecting with him while shutting up. Just visualizing like a cord of light going up from my body to him and visualizing the Holy Spirit washing over and through me. And I open my mind up to receive. Sometimes I get messages. Sometimes I simply feel his peace. And sometimes I sit there and I feel absolutely nothing. Sometimes my mind rabbit trails down a million different things. But at least the effort was there. And lastly, where are you getting your information from? Social media influencers, coaches, 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 and spiritual teachers are drastically impacting the world and the way we view things and our beliefs. And a few of them are doing it in a good way, but in many ways, this is leading us further from the truth. And we're taking their opinions and beliefs as facts many times because they're posted as facts. But fun fact, the algorithm truly knows you better than you know you. So the little bubble that you live in on Instagram is perfectly curated to shape and support your beliefs. That's actually really scary. Um, Educators, sometimes we don't get to pick who we're taught by, but as an adult, you often do. And I make sure that I'm being educated by people who have the same fundamental beliefs and values as I do. Um, Family and friends, are you believing everything that your family and friends say simply because you love them? Google and the internet, we all know how this can be dangerous. So where are you getting your information from? I've started becoming very careful about who I'm listening to, who I seek advice from, and what I'm allowing into my sphere of influence. I get my information from reputable sources, the Bible, spiritual mentors, and even a lot of times you have to be careful about depending on the church for your information. That's why simply going to church every Sunday is doing yourself a disservice because you're only hearing from one specific pastor and their iteration of the Bible. How to hear the voice of God. Pray. Silence. Meditate. And filter.
Sometimes to experience drastic transformation, you have to do something that seems drastic.